Welcome everyone to today's daily directional. These are navigational messages that help keep us pointed in the right direction. I'm Pastor Bethany, and I'm a learner, listener, and noticer of God. This podcast is a part of the Storytellers Collective. You can find us online at www.storytellerscollective.org. Good morning, friends. Happy Tuesday to you if you're joining us as this is dropping live. If not, happy whatever day it is, morning or afternoon. We are so glad that you have tuned in today. We are still in James chapter 3, and today I am reading our passage out of the English Standard Version. This is James chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers. For you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder, wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire, and the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, reptile and sea creature can be tamed, and has been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives and a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. So I'm guessing that today will be really short and sweet, but I would like us to do a little bit of focus upon verse 8. James 3, verse 8 says, No human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. No human being can tame it. The thing that impresses me so much this morning is the recognition that it's not so much something that we can attain, by our own might or power, by our own achievement or will. Even if we recognize that keeping a hold of our tongues and taking control of our speech matters, there's still not much that we can do about it. Not in our human capacity. This is a place where we are talking about a specifically spiritual matter. This is a place where we have to lean into the Father of Lights. We have to go to the feet of our Father and say, God, I cannot do this on my own. I do not have the capability or the capacity. I need you to rule over my tongue. 
and through each of the last few messages that we've had, we've talked about our tongue being so tied to our minds and our thought processes and our hearts and what we really believe and think and feel about ourselves and the people around us. And I think about God. We need God to come in and rule 100% over the whole sphere of this space, the control center. When we say that as Christians, when we choose Jesus, that we ask him to be the leader of our lives, I think this is really truly what it means. God, we need you to be the pilot of this massive ship. We need you to be guiding the rudder and pointing us in the right direction. And we need you to take over our minds, our hearts, and our words so that we can grow and become mature and fulfill the kind of purpose and destiny that you have for our lives. We need you to help us persevere. We need you to change us, to transform us, to make us more and better than we can possibly be on our own. This is the place where we lean into the Father and say, I am in need of wisdom. Please give it. And then without doubt, hold out our hands and accept the fact that scripture tells us that God gives generously to us when we ask. So friends, you have everything that you need today to speak the words of truth and life and love that God would have you speak. You have the capacity to tame your tongue today, but it is not by might and it is not by power. It is simply by the Holy Spirit. Jesus help. Now, secondly, I notice in this verse, verse 8, that says again, No human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. The word restless really interested me today. I wondered, what does it mean? I mean, I think of it in English and I think not at rest, agitated, moving. I think of my husband when he talks on the phone and he paces. (laughs) Not being able to be still not being at rest. So I looked up the word not only in English, but also in the original Greek. And it's a word that means inconsistent and unstable. So James is saying our tongues are inconsistent. Our tongues are unstable. And I think we know that. I think we feel that or understand that it is true. I was struck with the fact that this is, to me, almost the direct opposite of what James asks us to be as Christians and as believers at the very, very beginning of his book. In James chapter 1, he is talking to all of the brethren, the brothers and the sisters in Christ. And he says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing. In lots of ways, I feel like James' letter to Jewish believers was really for this reason. It's, it has everything to do with being steady and with being steadfast. So right here in the middle of the book, as he's talking about the trouble that we have with our tongues, he points out that it is our tongues that are so inconsistent. It is our tongues that are so wild and unruly and unable to be tamed without God's help. It is interesting to me that he compares our tongues to wild animals because it is this sense that it's a little feral. It's a little crazy. It's a little unpredictable. 
The last thing that stood out to me in this verse is that James says our tongues are full of deadly poison. And I started thinking about poison and really how awful that is. The word in the Greek means venom. It is that of a snake. It's that which is deadly poisonous when it bites you. And I do think we know this. We know what it has felt like to have someone snap at us with that kind of deadly venom. It stings. It hurts. Sometimes we need some pretty massive intervention to turn it all around. I think we know too what it's been like to allow words to escape our lips that have dripped with this kind of venom. When we've known or we've spoken, not just impulsively, but on purpose, with things that cut and burn and hurt. So as we go today into our days, as we ask the Lord to help us stay pointed in the correct direction, we pray together. Lord Jesus, we ask for forgiveness and we repent for the moments when we have purposely known as we've spoken words that they are hateful or hurtful. We ask you to forgive us when we have intentionally spoken things that cut. And Lord Jesus, we ask for your balm of healing to be upon our sorry and repentant hearts. We ask for the ability to forgive ourselves and to accept your forgiveness of us. We also ask for your healing balm to be smeared over any and every offense that we have caused, any place where we have sliced or bitten or hurt or burned or destroyed something. Lord, even if it was a long time ago, we know that you hold all of time in your hands and we just ask you to heal. We ask you and your Holy Spirit to do more than we could possibly ever ask or imagine. And we ask for your truth to go into people's minds and hearts and bodies and to realign and rearrange what they're hearing and sensing and feeling with your truth. We thank you that each and every person has been created by you and for you and through you and that it is with purpose that you love them, that you look at them and you say, what I've made is good. And then Lord, we ask that as we see the good in others, that you will continue to increase our capacity to speak out that encouragement and that grace. It is in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen.